Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey everyone, hope you're having a good day so far today. So, today we're going to talk about some Mandalorian armor. The iconic armor of the Mandalorians was a symbol of fear and strength, earned through millennia of a long, bloody history of war and glory. The warrior clan's armor sets were the most common and recognizable with their T-shaped visor helmets, shoulder pauldrons for rank or affiliation, vambraces, breastplates, codpieces, knee pads, thigh and shin guards, clasped over body stockings, magnetized shoes, and incredible assortment of armaments that the Mandalorians had installed in their armor. You guys get the point. Now, their weapons were even cooler. Flamethrowers, jetpacks that allowed for flight to increase maneuverability in combat or, you know, flying, plain simple. And they were often tipped with anti-vehicle homing missile launchers on those jetpacks. The fierce warriors also used whipcord throwers, which could project a cord that would entangle an opponent and prevent them from moving. Very Batman style. Within their helmets were macro binoculars, Viewplates, tactical displays, comlinks, and antenna capped with targeting devices called rangefinders that could enhance the viewplate imagery once they were pulled over it. Ideally, a Mandalorian's armor was constructed out of the rare iron called Beskar, which we all know by now. This was found only on their homeworld and one of their moons. A metal that was nearly indestructible and could withstand blast or fire and even several blows from a lightsaber. Such armor, due to its high durability, was able to remain in pristine condition for hundreds of years. However, Beskar was rare and very expensive, so not every Mandalorian's armor was made out of the material. Some, like the armor worn by Jango and Boba Fett, was constructed out of durasteel. The way the Mandalorians came up with their singular armor designs that is so distinctive to them was actually in response to their numerous encounters with the Jedi. Though their armor had always played a significant role in their culture from their very beginnings with the ancient Mandalorian Crusaders who wore helmets over cloaks, or later, the Mandalorian Neo-Crusaders who also wore helmets, it was really during the series of conflicts that marked the period called the Mandalorian Jedi War, that the warrior clans fashioned their infamous armor, weaponry, and fighting techniques, all of which were formulated to combat Jedi Knights and their force abilities. Years prior to the Clone Wars, a civil war ignited between the more peace-seeking clans of Mandalore, known as the New Mandalorians, and the traditionalists, such as the warriors of Death Watch, who wanted to keep their old warmongering ways. To reflect their ideological shifts, both sides adapted different styles for their armor. Jango Fett wore Mandalorian armor, even though officials of Mandalore, like Prime Minister Almec, disavowed any connection between the Mandalorian people and Fett, as he was seen as nothing but a bounty hunter. Regardless of the Prime Minister's contemptuous views, the Kaminoans who would use Jango as the clone template for their Grand Army of the Republic took inspiration from his suit in the design for the clone trooper armor. In the midst of the Clone Wars, the former Sith Lord Darth Maul had managed to become the new ruler of Mandalore, and as such, he had his followers, the warriors of Death Watch, customize their armor to honor him. After the Clone Wars, when the Galactic Empire had subjugated Mandalore, the Imperial puppet ruler, Viceroy and Governor Gar Saxon, along with the Mandalorian warriors who were loyal to the Emperor, 
known as Imperial Super Commandos, whose imposing combat skills were only eclipsed by their ruthlessness, wore armor that was more akin to that of stormtroopers than Mandalorians. At some point after the Battle of Endor and the destruction of the second Death Star, on the other side of the galaxy of the planet of Tatooine, a man named Adwin Charu was on a Jawa sandcrawler in search of droids, weapons, and mining equipment for his employer when he suddenly stumbled on a storage crate. This contained a seemingly acid-corroded yet complete set of Mandalorian armor, but before he could collect it, another man named Cobb Vanth shot him in the shoulder and took the armor for himself. If that armor had been Boba Fett's and the acid marks were from its time in the Sarlacc pit, then despite not being constructed out of Beskar, even Durasteel Mandalorian armor was quite impressive, as the damage to it was only surface deep with some scarring. For the armor was still functional, as Cobb Vanth would go on to use it as the sheriff of a local settlement called Freetown. Hope you guys enjoyed this brief video on how strong Mandalorian armor is, along with some backstory here and there. I'll see you all in the next episode. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always. Now, fulfill your destiny.